0: In this episode, I want to address some of the common questions I get from new course creators, like, how do I record my course? What do you use to record your course? Do you edit the videos? Do you script the videos? So in this quick episode, I wanted to give you the three tools you need to record your course simply so it looks not only professional, but it's also efficient. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the She's Building a Dream podcast. I'm Kristen, and I am thrilled that you are here. I've been an online business owner for over seven years, but before that, I was a teacher with a master's degree for 10. Now I focus on helping online business owners like you learn how to create and design online courses that actually get their students results, which in turn will showcase you as expert you are, create a bigger impact and increase your income. If you love this episode, take a screenshot and post it on Instagram while also tagging me at she's building a dream so we can celebrate the work you are doing. Together, we are going to ignite your passion, create more income for your family, and make a bigger impact on the world. Let's transform your life and legacy starting right now. Is the idea of recording yourself holding you back from actually creating your course? If it is, you are not alone. I hear this a lot. I hear this often from new course creators. The audio, the visual, the background, the equipment, it can all be so overwhelming. And you might be surprised to hear that my theory has always been keep it simple, but effective. The fancier you are, the more time it will take for you. And the fancier you are, the more time it will take for you to edit your course. Especially when it's a new course. You don't want to have to go back and try to make all the videos match. I had this conversation recently with a newer client about editing videos and about hiring somebody professionally to help you record the videos. Well, that looks great. And if you have a multi million dollar business, sure. Definitely recommend it. But if you are a newer course creator, for the people that are most likely listening to this episode, you fall into this category. And as a newer course creator, as somebody who has been in business for a while but decides to create a course, you probably don't really have the time, the money, and the energy to make a perfectly polished course. Not only that, but when we do hire somebody to perfectly video our course, It can be really hard to edit it in the future. So this particular client and I were talking about the fact that if you go and you go to a studio and you have somebody help you record the course, what happens when you want to make adjustments? It's different if it's your final draft of the course or you've ran the course a few times and you're ready to make some big improvements in it. Go ahead. Hire a videographer, hire somebody to help you edit the videos, those kind of things. But when it comes to your first time recording a course, having the perfect studio to record in, having your hair and makeup done and all the things, it can make it really hard to edit the course. And I highly recommend knowing that the very first time you create any course, you need to think of it as a rough draft. And you need to make it easy on yourself to be able to edit the course, change the course, make things better because otherwise you're going to have to try to replicate that whole entire idea again the whole idea of having this perfect studio having your hair done just right having the same shirt all the things so my theory has always been be simple but effective because the looks are not what actually makes your course effective but having all talking head videos for your course does not serve your audience well either So we wanna be thinking about how can we make this course simple but effective? So having all talking head videos does have a purpose in some videos, but I would not recommend them for all the videos in your entire course. Some people believe they can just start recording their content and have all talking head videos. But it's not the best for your audience simply because you need to help all four learning styles when you are teaching someone something. There's the auditory learner, the visual learner, there's the kinesthetic learner, and the people that learn best from reading and writing. All of those people will be in your course and need your help to actually get results. So if you just do talking head videos, you are going to be leaving a lot of people behind. So that being said, there are three main tools that you need when it comes to creating your course. The first one is a tool for video. Now, if you are just filming yourself, that's great for intro videos, explaining something quick, a small little snippet of something. It is totally okay to have a talking head video then. For my program in the Effective Course Creator, I have it Kind of mixed up depending on what I'm actually teaching, because some things are better to just teach with my talking head, right? But some things are better to be teaching with slides and other fancier things. But when you have just you or an intro video explaining something quick, use what you have. This whole episode is going to be about use what you have and make it simple. So use your phone. Usually your phone is the most updated camera you own if you are the general public, if you are part of the general public and general population, you probably have your phone as the best camera you have, because we update them more often than we do digital cameras these days. Unless you are a photographer, then things are a little bit different, but I am not. So I recommend using your phone or a good web camera. I like to personally, if I'm using a video of just me talking, I like to record it on my phone and then airdrop it right to my computer. Use what you have available to you if you have a phone with a good camera use that if you have a good web camera use that use what you have available to you then well when it also comes to the video aspect think about how you can make slides easily and efficiently with little time in between When I first started creating courses, I used Loom, L-O-O-M. Loom is great, but they changed their pricing structure, and it was kind of too many steps for me. I had to create the slides, then I had to share it on my screen, and then I had to record it, then I had to download it. It was so many steps. And then Canva came out with a really awesome feature, which is actually recording right inside Canva. So I recommend using Canva. You can create your slides right in there and then you can record inside Canva. If you plan to do a lot of editing and things like that, I would recommend checking out Descript. That's a different tool that I would recommend. That's an awesome editing tool for video. But if you are planning on just recording yourself with slides... In I would use Canva. And in Canva, you can have your video in the corner with a little circle, like a video of you talking, or you could take that circle out and just have the slides with your voiceover. So use what you have available to you. When it comes to recording the video, many people ask me, do you script the video? How do you go about this? I personally, my style is to have a bulleted list. I do that even for my podcast episodes like this podcast episode. I recommend having a bulleted list of videos for what you want to address. It will make you sound more conversational versus robotic. Scripting is just not my style because it takes the authenticity away from you and who you are and your personality. So if you need to script Go ahead and script. If that makes you feel better, I would definitely recommend checking out the tool called Big V U. That tool is really helpful for you when you are trying to follow a script, but you don't want to show your eyes moving back and forth while you are actually recording. It will actually put all of the words right on the screen for you so you can read it while you're also recording at the same time. When it comes to video, I recommend recording right on your camera on your phone or a really good web camera or recording right inside Canva if you have slides. When it comes to sound, I recommend using what you have or upgrade if you think that you need to. I personally like the Blue Yeti microphone. It's what I'm actually speaking on right now. If I am recording something on my phone, I will actually use an adapter that goes from the USB port to to my phone. And then I can use the Blue Yeti on my phone as well, which gives you a really good crisp, clear sound. But again, use what you have. You can use headphones that came with your iPhone if you have an iPhone or get a small clip-on microphone off of Amazon. Just make sure you check for the background noise, making sure that your shirt or your hair isn't actually touching the microphone because it will make a sound while you're recording. Again, Simple and easy, but effective is what we are after. Use what you have. The third tool that we are talking about is lighting. Now, natural light is always the best. That's the light that comes in from a window. If you can, try to actually face a window so the light is in front of you. That's the best way. Unfortunately, I don't have a window in my office. It's not great, trust me. But what you could use instead are three bright lights. I would recommend finding some inexpensive tabletop ring lights off of Amazon and having three of them, one facing you, one on the left, and one on the right, making sure that you are not having any shadows in your lighting. Again, we're talking about simple but effective. Use what you already have. If you have some bright white light lamps, you could use three lamps as well. I've even heard of people Don't quote me on this because maybe it would start a fire. I really don't know. But I've heard of people using parchment paper with a light bulb or a lamp. Use what you have. Make it simple but effective. This is your first draft of your course. One thing to really be thinking about or considering is the fact that someday you will try to update the course. You will try to add to it. You will try to make it better. And you don't want to throw it off completely. If you have perfectly polished videos in a studio that you've hired someone to do or something like that it's going to be a lot harder to make edits of your course because the very first draft is always the very first draft usually we add in more we make it better we add in more resources more videos and even in my program i have different hairstyles because i've added in content along the way and that is okay My goal has always been to show you authentically how you can do this simply and easily yourself. If I had perfectly polished and edited videos done in a video studio, you would feel that you need the same. And you know what? Someday I will get there and so will you. But for right now, our goal is to get this course in the hands of people that need it. The hands of people that are looking for your help. So use what you have and start there. Simple and easy, but effective. Use what you have, make it, of course, professional and polished, but going out and investing in a video studio or a place to record your course is not really necessary at this level right now. So go ahead and get started. The people that are waiting for your course are waiting for you to show up no matter how perfectly polished you are.